Recording started. Have your way, Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on and bless the Lord on tonight. Hallelujah. Come on and bless the Lord on tonight. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Have your way, Holy Ghost. Get ready to get started. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. And, uh, still asleep. Yeah, I'm going to keep you right here, okay? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on and put your hands together and let's worship him right now. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's go lift up our voices before the Lord on tonight. Korabasha tadadadabandebebeshe. Rabanda the book so called. Ruha, yadadabandia said. Come on, bless the Lord on tonight. Come on and take yourself off from you and just give him worship. Come on and take yourself off from you and just give him worship. Rabanda the book shatadadabande said. Father, we thank you, O God. Father, we thank you, O oh God. Father, we thank you, O oh God, on tonight. I want to bless the Lord on tonight. We're going to give him the victory on tonight. Hallelujah. We bind everything that is not like God. We bind every witch. We bind every warlock. Hallelujah. That come against you, O oh God. That rise against the standard. That even in this season, hallelujah, when the false teachers and false teachers and preachers begin to reveal themselves, Father. Father, you said in your word, you said, at the end, I will do the final separation. And so we thank you, God, on tonight. We thank you for strengthening us. I dare you to trip a day and just to lift up your hands on tonight and just give them worship right there where you are. Just give them worship where you are. I don't know about you, but I have something to shout about from today. I have something to shout about from today. 
my son was successful hallelujah on yesterday hallelujah he's building up and building up and sending up leaders they're building up and rising our new our generations that's going to carry the mantle after us and let me tell you they're going to have to be way stronger than us in the name of jesus so we put our children on tonight on the altar we put our loved ones on the altar on tonight we put our loved ones on the altar on tonight they're going to be our future politicians, future doctors, future lawyers, computer techs, finance, in the name of Jesus. He's speaking to the atmosphere right now, in the name of Jesus. Father, you said in your word that you should not give us a spirit of fear, but you gave us power, love, and sound mind. And so, Father, we speak right now into the atmosphere right now, in the name of Jesus. I want to just give them a few minutes, a few minutes of your worship. Few minutes of your worship on tonight. Few minutes of your worship on tonight. I know that we're tired in our body on tonight. But it's his strength that's going to make us whole. It's his faith that's going to make us whole. His divine healing is going to make us whole. In the name of Jesus. Father, we send forth your release right now. We bind up every infirmity that is not like God. We bind up every sickness that's not like God. We bind up every form of diseases that is not like God. Every form of stagnation that will prevent us from going forth on tonight. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on and bless the Lord on tonight. Come on and bless the Lord on tonight. Come on and bless the Lord on tonight. He said, in the secret place, he shall hide us. In the secret place, he shall hide us. He shall protect us. He said, in his word, that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. And every tongue that rise up against us shall be condemned. We curse everything that tries even against our finances in the name of Jesus. Father, whatever doors that you need to be open concerning our finances. Father, you speak to me because we, hallelujah, we sow into ministry. We sow into our lives. We sow into the life, oh my God, of people. My God. Come on and bless the Lord on tonight. He's doing his celebration within the next six days. Come on and bless the Lord on tonight. We bless the Lord tonight. Yes, Lord. Yes, God. Yes, God, yes, God, yes, God, yes, God. 
Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah, hallelujah, in the midst of the circumstances on tonight. 
in the midst of your circumstances on tonight, in the midst of what we're feeling on tonight. I dare you to trip a day to bless, hallelujah, to open up the portals on tonight of your worship, hallelujah. Bible says that we shall worship him and in spirit unto I dare you triple day to step into his presence on tonight. Rabam de Baboshaya Rababoso Kom de Beshaya Rubababoshaya Come on up bless the Lord on tonight. Come on up bless the Lord on tonight. Just give him a few minutes of worship. Rabam de Baboshaya. Rebebeshe kende nebaboshe Rababa sokonde nebaboshe He said Dad should not give us the spirit of fear But he gave us power, love, and sound Mind Rabande nebeshe kende Roboso kende nebaboshe Denebende nebabando soko rabashe Rebebeso kende nebabande ase Hallelujah. Come on to bless the Lord on tonight. Come on to bless no, I don't know about anybody on tonight. If you're looking for restoration to take place, I dare you to lift your hands where you at and just give the Lord worship right there where you at. Hallelujah. There's a manifestation that's going to take on this move on tonight. Hallelujah. God has opened up another door to another another channel. Amen. In a, hallelujah. And open up another station for us. We got a whole lot to give the God glory for. For what he has done in this season. For what he's getting ready to do in this season. Restoration. Every curse that's going to be broken in this season. Everything that is holding us together. Hallelujah. That's trying to prevent us from going forth in the seasons. I declare and decree that every shackles come up in the name of Jesus. Loose these shackles. Loose the infirmity. Loose the pain. Loose the spirit of confusion. We bind it up right now. We are resting in the name of Jesus. Come on, bless the Lord. Just give him 60 more seconds. Just give him the best praise that you got. Within 60 seconds. Come on, and hallelujah. Come on, and let's give him the blessed worship. Within the next 60 seconds. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, bless the Lord on tonight. Come on, bless the Lord on tonight. Rabba sheken de devosaya. Rabba de devosaya seya. Reben de devosanda babase. Come on, bless the Lord. Hallelujah. We get ready to release this word on tonight, but we got to make sure the atmosphere is clear. In order for the word to go forth on tonight, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I may be coarse, but I'm going to give him worship. I may be feeling tired in my body, but I'm going to give him worship. It says we got to worship him and in spirit and truth. Worship him in season and out of season. Sometimes if we Hallelujah. We just wave our hands and just give him worship. We give him worship. We give him worship. 
every person that is, that is a hindrance on tonight. Every leader that is sucking you dry on tonight. I'm declaring decree. Hallelujah, a release in the atmosphere right now. In the name of Jesus. Come on, bless the Lord on tonight. You got 30 more seconds. 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 Let's give a worship. 30 more seconds. 30 more seconds. 30 more seconds. Rabanda the Bobo Shaya. Robo Soko. Give the Bobo Shaya. Give the Bobo Soko. Rabashata. Come on, bless the Lord on tonight. Hallelujah. We thank everybody for tuning in on tonight. Jesus. We thank everyone for tuning in on tonight. Live on the air on tonight. We open up another network for us. I don't know about you, but it's expanding our regions. He's expanding our territories on tonight. So we ought to give the God the best worship that we can give. Hallelujah on tonight. So as we amen, begin to break this word on tonight, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to introduce myself. Amen. Hallelujah. My God. Hallelujah. I'm the founder and CEO of ELR, Prophetic Ship Podcast Network, where we are spreading the word of God like wildfire in 39 countries. And 25 is, is um, are pushing it every week out of the 39 that we reach. And so we give God glory. Hallelujah for what he's getting ready to do. He's getting ready to open up the doors. He's going to shut some folks out. He's going to cut some folks off. Hallelujah. That don't mean no good. Hallelujah. The ones that cause you to bleed. That stab you in your back. That cause you to bleed. We cut it out right now. And we beat back the forces of hell. That will prevent us from going forth into the next level. Next level for every ministry that's on here. Every pastor, every leader in this room, in the name of Jesus, we bind it up right now. We loose every infirmity that is unholy, that is unrighteous, that is out of, out of order, that will prevent us, hallelujah, from doing the work of God. Hallelujah. And so, Father, as we go forth on tonight, and as we introduce to some, we introduce to others on tonight, none other, hallelujah, that our very own on tonight, the prophet on tonight, hallelujah, pastor, co-pastor, she's a, she's a pastor on the right, but she prefer to walk in prophet, <laughs> she's been an associate pastor, yes, amen, she was an associate pastor before, hallelujah, and so I introduced to them, amen, to others and all, all over the countries, that are listening, that expanding through our 34 platforms officially today. Amen on tonight. None other than the Honorable Prophetess Glenda Lane on tonight. Hallelujah. Let's give a worship. Amen. Amen. Praise God. 
women of God, men of God, praise God, of those that are just listening, amen, that have not yet, quote, given their lives to Christ. But there is a word from the Lord tonight, amen. And I said, this is a word from the Lord tonight, from my myself, but from the word of the Lord, amen. Turn your Bibles, amen, to the book of Joshua, uh, the book of Joshua. Amen. The book of Joshua. And tonight we're going to deal with the, um, amen, uh, verse 7, Joshua 7. When you get that, the book of Joshua, Old Testament, Joshua number 7. Amen. Praise the Lord. Say thank God for everybody on the line. Thank God for everybody that's on the line. Thank God for those that might happen be going past this line and might hear a word from the Lord. Praise God. Now that you have that, amen. The book of Joshua, 7th chapter. Let's go to the throne of grace. Let's talk to the Father. Hallelujah, Father, tonight. We thank you. God, we thank you that this, it seems like this whole year, it seems like these months, this thing, these last couple of days, we have all gone through something, hallelujah, that might have been made us a little sad or upset or going through, God. But God, we decree in the country tonight that we're coming out, and we're coming out with a shout. We're coming out with a victory. We're coming out, God, hallelujah, the changing our mindset, hallelujah, in the name of Jesus. God, we praise you, God, for what you're going to do tonight, God, in the name of Jesus, mighty warrior, battle axe, God, more than enough, thank you, hallelujah, amen, for what you're going to do tonight, save somebody tonight. Deliver somebody tonight. Wash somebody tonight. Deliver. Hallelujah. Cleanse. Control. Hallelujah, God, whatever you need to do. But most of all, God, let them be affected by the word of God. God, we thank you for the 39 states, uh, the 39 countries in the worldwide that you're listening to us by this podcast. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Again, let's turn our Bibles. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, to the book, book of uh, Joshua. Amen. And tonight, we're going to deal with the Joshua, amen, the, um, amen, and Joshua. God was talking to his people, and they was getting ready to go into battle. They were going to go through a fight. Like all of us, we go through fights. Um, from time to time. Sometimes we ask God why. But I, I stop asking God why, and I begin to say, God, thank you. Because battles are not easy to get through. Battles, whether it's in our minds or whether it's in body or whether it's a spirit, or sometimes even with our children or on our job, we're all going through some kind of battle. Why? Because the enemy doesn't want us to succeed. The enemy don't want us to prosper. The enemy doesn't, because his, his job description 
is to destroy. Okay, but our description, our description, our, our battle to say that we walk in his victory. We walk in his victory. We walk in the victory of God, whether it's in our minds or whether it's in our bodies or whether it's in our spirits or whether it's our thoughts. We walk in the victory of God. Well, Joshua was the understudy of Moses. And so when Moses died, Joshua took control of almost in a thousands and millions of people that were sitting around in the desert. When God brought them out of the desert, they began to tell Joshua in the first chapter, Joshua, he said, be encouraged. Be in coverage, walking through the valley, walking through the, the, the desert, walking through those things. But now he's come out of his battle in the desert, amen. And now God tells him in Joshua 1, be in coverage. And I hear God telling me to tell you, everybody on this line or on this podcast, God telling us tonight, be encouraged. As a preacher, how can you tell me to be encouraged? My light's off. My car is broken. My car might be retaken. My children acting crazy. It things I'm going to church, but it looks like the more I go to church, the more hell I seem like I go through. How can you tell me uh, be encouraged because God told Joshua, be encouraged. And he said, just to be encouraged, he said, well, son, he said, be strong. Be strong in the Lord because he was saying, I'm sure he was sensing Joshua that you was going to go through. You might be coming out, Joshua, but it's just the beginning of the battle. So now he turns to this seventh chapter. The children of Israel are coming out of bondage. They come out now they're in another place. Book of Joshua. Amen. Seventh chapter. Now let's start at the sixth verse. Joshua, seventh chapter. And the sixth verse. The sixth verse. He says here. Hallelujah. And Joshua rent, R-E-N-T, his clothes. Rent meaning I just tore up everything around me. I've rent my clothes. I am just so disgusted. I'm aggravated. I'm frustrated. So I rent my clothes. He was upset. This is Joshua evidently did not go with with the expedition or with the where they were going to go. So when he heard, 
the defeat of, of the people, of the things. Joshua now goes unto the face and go down on his ground and begin to talk to God. And that's what we need to do when we go through situations in our lives, whether it's death, whether it's destruction, or whether it's pain, or whether it's everything in our body. Sometimes we just have to close the door, shut the doors in your life, and just say, God, I look to you. One of my favorite songs that Whitney Houston sings from time to time used to be called, look at him. Lord, I look to you. When everything is gone, that I belong to you. I don't understand stuff, but I belong to you. I've tried it every other way, but I, I look to you. So Joshua saying, I am rent my clothes, and now I'm on my ground, and I'm looking to you for instructions. So... He says, and Joshua says, Alas, Lord, so he's talking to God. Therefore, hast thou all at all brought this person over the Jordan and delivered us into the hands of the Amorites? The Amorites were the enemy, and they destroyed us. So, God, we've gone through the desert. We've come through all this other stuff. You don't told me to be discouraged. But now, God, in this chapter, you're telling me that I'm going to go through something else again. And I don't like it. Nobody don't like pain. Nobody don't like being discouraged. Don't, nobody don't like to be, to be lost and, and then you don't know what to do. And I'm the, I'm the leader, but I'm over millions of people, but I just don't know what to do. So I'm getting on my ground. I'm talking to you because it looks like I'm going through another TKO. Somebody trying to kill me again. So he says in the eighth verse, he says, Oh, Lord, what shall I say when Israel turneth their backs before the enemy? Nine, for the Canaanites and all the inhabitants of the land shall hear of it and shall environ us around and cut off our names from the earth. In other words, he's saying, God, it looks like then your people are going to be killed. God will not kill us. God loves us. God will provide for us. We are, according to the word of God, we are a chosen generation. We are a royal priesthood. We are people that sit upon a hill that our descendants, according to the word of God, will live forever. So he turns to the 10th verse, amen, 7th chapter, and says that the Lord said unto Joshua, get thee up, therefore liest thou upon the face. In other words, they say, Joshua, get up, get off your face, 
Get up and go do what I told you to do. God's been trying to tell y'all stuff to do, and some of all y'all don't want to do what God told you to do because you're comfortable. You're comfortable with your brand new TV. You're comfortable with your nice car. You're comfortable because you said, I'm just tired. Now, I'm just tired, but you got to follow his instructions. And the Israels had sinned, and they had transgressed my covenant, which I commanded thee. For they have even taken of the accursed thing. That was the thing that God told you to do, that's what you're doing. When God told you not to go, that's where you're going. That's what you're doing. And you have also stolen and dissembled, amen, also, and they have put it even among their own. We can't steal from God. We can't lie from God. We can't cheat on God. We can't do these things because now, hallelujah, God's people are saying that I'm a holy priesthood. I'm a royal ration. But then you are doing things that you know not not to do accordingly to the word of God. Sometimes it's hard or sometimes it feels like it's so hard to just follow God's instructions. Sometimes it looks like sin seems more attractive than walking with Christ. That's why a lot of people, a lot of young people especially, they would rather go to a club than go to a church. But it seems like it's more exciting. It's things, more things to do. And so, uh, because uh, it's all about me. I want to fulfill my desires. I want to fulfill my flesh. I want to fulfill the cars I have. I want to fulfill the things that I need and I'm young and why should I waste my time in the church? Because but God loves us enough that he wants to follow his precepts. He wants to follow his plans. Again, sometimes seems like that sin seems more attractive. Remember, I had a son told me one time, well, he didn't really tell me. He just wrote a letter to me. He said, I'd rather, I spent all my life a mommy in church. I love, I love you, but I spend my time all my life in the church and reading scriptures and, and doing what you call me to do. But it looks like, my friends around me are so happy. It looks like the things, the fun they have. It looks like they have girlfriends. It looks like they have things that, 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 that I want to be a part of. So I don't know what I want to do. Do I want to serve God at an early age or do I just want to go out and have fun? Well, fun will keep get people pregnant. Fun will get you lying. Fun will get you in trouble. Fun, because we have to make a choice as human beings, as we supposed to live for God, walk in his precepts, or do what we want to do. That's the thought for yourself. What, what do you really want to do? 
What do you really want to do? Do you love Jesus? Or do you love yourself? Because if you love Jesus, then you're going to do what he asked you to do. Because you love him. You love him. Well, but we have to make our minds up what we want to do for him. That's seven. Now let's back up a little bit more. Because I hear the Holy Ghost telling me to talk. Go back here. Go back to Joshua 6. Go back to Joshua 6. And I want you to go to the 16th verse. And the reason why is we can't deal with things that are not of the world and expect to um, be successful. Yes, the, the world has so much activity. But we are supposed to be a holy nation. We were supposed to be a royal priesthood. We're supposed, the people that what God will call us to be so we can win souls. And here's Joshua's plan. And Joshua 6, precedingly, saying to them that I've got to follow Christ. God told me to tell y'all to go ahead and follow me. And sometimes you can't tell the enemy what you're going through. Sometimes you can't tell the enemy because when he finds out what you're going to do, his job is to stop you and block you and hinder you from what God has called you to do. And then God tells the people through Joshua that what I want you to do is I'm going to let you to walk around this people in, 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 in chapter 6, then we're going to go around and, and conquer this place by walking around it seven times for God's victory. God's victory. It's a saints of history, but God's victory. You cannot tell the enemy everything that you're doing, going to do. You cannot tell the enemy everywhere you go. go. You can't tell the enemy everything that you're doing because the enemy, the, the strategy of the enemy is to destroy us. So he's saying, Joshua, this is what I'm going to want you to do. I want you to go around I walk around this place for seven times. Now he's remembering us in chapter four. It's telling us not to not to not to sin. And 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 so he turns around in the chapter before. He says, "Well, this is how we're going to conquer the enemy." And then he says, "Let's start here, uh, Joshua six and three, and ye shall come past." the city, all ye men of war. We are going through a spiritual war. This is why the enemy, the world, seems like it's a so chaotic. We are going through a spiritual war. They're 
things today that will never happen before, that who have never happened again. There are things that are going through in our lives, hallelujah, God, that our grandmothers and our grandfathers and our mothers and our fathers that have never experienced, whether it's emotionally, financially, socially, economically. And I was talking to a young lady the other day, and she was married, and her husband walked away and left her. And she was crying, and she could not understand the spiritual warfare that she's going through with her husband. You think years ago it was just going, a man and women going together and having a baby and getting pregnant and living him. You think it was so bad that the, the it was just the drugs and the drugs was drawing the people, the old people. You think it was just so bad that these 70-year-old women decide they want to go and find them a young man to take care of them. You think that the enemy is going to stop trying to take you out at all costs. And this lady, this young girl, began to tell me, she said, now, even today in this society, and uh, thank God for the young women in my mind that they talked to me, and they said, look at here, I want you to understand, they have a new kind of sexual activity now. To the point that men will run back home to their girlfriends and walk away from their wives because they created a new kind of sexual immorality. God's allowing me to let you know this because the enemy is coming to take our children out and our nieces and our nieces and our grandchildren because it's not that it was a new thing. It is something that was hidden that God is revealing to us. You think that homosexuality is a deviant youth think that root working is deviant, but I want you to tell you there is a new sin in the camp that is going to be open tonight because what they do now and what they're doing now to take our children out is putting themselves in a sexual position that women are dominating men, hallelujah, by blowing air into the the rear end of these men so they can create havoc in their hormones, in their bodies, so the point that they don't want to go back to their former wives. Why? Because there's sin in the spiritual camp because the enemy does not want the people of God to reunite with their families, reunite with their children because end times are already here. But God's telling Joshua, be encouraged. He tells them, you're getting ready to go through a battle. You think you're going to go through, you went through this battle, hallelujah, with this disease, but, but the another, the another battle coming before the end of this year and next year, there will be more people 
thousands of people are dying again, and not just children, not adults, but children, because we are walking in ten times. We cannot pacify folks. We cannot play with folks. We've got to know that there is an enemy that's there to take us out. And so he says this in the word and the third chapter, and ye shall come past the city and all ye men of war and round about the city. Hallelujah. Thus shall thy six times. So I'm giving you a method that you can walk around your job. You can walk around your situation. And God has promised us as believers of God, uh, believers of God, not ain't, hallelujah, but the faith of the Almighty. God has promised us that we shall have victory in our storms, victories in our bodies, victory in our spirit men, victory with our children, victory with our nieces and nephews. Hallelujah. There is a God from the Alpha, the Omega, to the end of this Bible that God has promised us that he shall give victory. But Joshua, God has given Joshua the path in which to destroy the enemy. I'm not pity pat the enemy no more. Our desire is to destroy him. And how we destroy him? We destroy the enemy with the word of God. We destroy the enemy by being on our faces and praying. How do we destroy the enemy? We take them out because he's trying to take us out. But in the end, Jesus wins every that. It says in verse 4, and uh, the seventh priest. So he's saying, now I'm giving you the method in which we're going to beat the battle. Yes, yes. Again, you must pray every day. You must fast at least pray, uh, fast at least once a price a day. You've got to spend time with God, not the TV, not the telephone. Turn off your cell phone at least an hour every day. I don't care if it's on your lunch break. Spend some time, some quality time with God. Hallelujah. And this, I'm going to let you defeat the enemy, Joshua. He says, verse 4, and seven priests. Seven preachers shall bear before the ark seven trumpets. And the number seven means seven means perfect, the perfection of God. I'm going to have seven perfect trumpets of ram's horns. And the seven days ye shall compass the city, hallelujah, seven times. And the preachers and the priests shall blow with the trumpets. This is my method, Joshua. It don't seem like it makes any sense, but we don't have to make sense. God has already won the battle for us in our homes with our children, with our finances. Yes, the enemy is going to attack our body. Yes, he's going to try to take you out. Yes, he's going to frustrate you. 
Yes, that is our job. But when you buy go to a job, they give you a paper that lets you know what are you required to do. Verse 5 says, and it shall come to pass that when they make a long, a long, a long blast with the ram's horn and trumpet, all the people shall shout with a great voice and the wall of the city shall fall down flat and the people shall ascend every man straightway. So God, in a way, is prophesying to the city. He's prophesying to the preachers. He's prophesying to the soldiers. He's prophesying and saying to them, hallelujah, that when I, when I, God, say it'll happen, and when I, God, has ordained it, when I, God, has moved by his power, when I am God and there is no other God except you, hallelujah, that even the whole wall will fall inward. Why is it all inward? Why? Because here is another act that God's showing his power. It is easily when you bomb something, something, either it falls straight down or it falls outward. When here, God is showing its power. So the power, the whole power of the wall now falls inward. Because if it falls outward, even Joshua's soldiers would be, some of them be destroyed. The power of God is inward. When you give your life to Christ, the inner power of God can take the enemy in out and he won't even know what happened. When the power of God, God comes when you are strategically planned and placed and prayed and fasted. When you do these things, God now has put you in the position to destroy the enemy, whether it's any sexual activity, every social activity, not God, everything, not the will of God. God will empower you to do what he wants you to do. Hallelujah. 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 You will be empowered to do the things that God have called you to do. Verse 5, and it shall come to pass that when the man, when they make a long blast with the ram's horn, and when they hear the sound of the trumpet, that all the people shout, some people know, all the people shout with a great, great shout, and the wall of the city shall fall down flat, not crumples. Like some places, remember when that, when that tower fell in New York, they fell everywhere. But here he's saying the whole wall fell down flat so it was easier for the enemy to come in to conquer them and the people shall ascend. And the people will come up every man straight for him. In other words, ain't nobody going to be lost in my battle. I'm coming in to kill the enemy. Verse 6 says this, And Joshua, the son of Nun, which was his name, 
call the priests, the preachers, and said unto them, Take up the Ark of Covenant, and let seven priests or preachers bear the trumpets of the ram's horn before the Ark. The ham's horn represented a sign of victory. Verse 7, And he said unto the people, Pass on, come past the city, and let him that is armed pass on before the ark of the Lord. So that ark represented Christ. The ark of covenant in this testament is talking about the ark of God, the hand of God, the mercies of God, because I will defeat the enemy. Because I love Jesus, and I trust him. Verse 8 says, And it came to pass that when Joshua had spoken unto the people, that the seven priests bearing the seven trumpets of horns passed on before the Lord and blew with the trumpets and the ark of the covenant of the Lord followed it. Nine. And the armed men went before the priests that blew, hallelujah, the ward and came after the ark. And the priests going on and blowing the trumpet. So you never see at this point that nobody was killing anybody physically. But the presence of God and the presence of God. I want you to say after me, and the presence of God. Well, and the presence of God was visibly tangible so they could see the victory coming through. We've got to pray so we can see the visible presence of God. We've got to cry out to God, Jesus so I can feel and see the visible presence of God coming after my enemy to destroy him. Hallelujah. Visible presence of God. Of the Ark of Covenant of the Lord followed. Hallelujah. Again, nine. And they were armed, and the armed men went before the priest that blew with the trumpet. And the re-reward came after the ark. And the priest going on, the blowing with the trumpet. And Joshua had commanded the people, saying, Ye shall not shout, nor make noise with your voice. Neither shall any word proceed out of your mouth. That's why it's so important. There are times in our life we've got to learn to shut up and let God fight our battles. 
We're so busy trying to fight a battle. You don't even have to fight. Just be quiet. Read that again. Joshua has commanded the people, saying, Ye, mm, ye, ye shall not, nor make any noise with your voice. Neither shall any words proceed out of your mouth until the day I bid you to shout. Don't do nothing till I tell you. Hallelujah. And then shall ye shout. You don't shout till I tell you to talk. Don't talk till I tell you to talk. Don't walk till I tell you to talk. Don't do anything I tell you to do it. I'm God. 11 says, and so that the ark of the Lord compassed the city. So they were walking around each day with the Ark of Covenant, and the Ark of Covenant represented the the Christ himself, and they did not talk, they did not do anything but follow God's instructions. And that's the problem. A lot of times we don't follow God's instructions. We do what we want to do. We go where we want to go. We say we want to say, and then you say, Lord, bless it. No, shut up, be quiet, and wait on the Lord. They came into the camp and lodged in the camp in the morning. And the priest, hallelujah, and the priest bearing seven trumpets. I don't know if you ever heard a a trumpet sound, but a real trumpet has a real loud really irritating, loud, loud, live-pitched sound. And he used that sound because he wanted to know them to realize that he was coming, that God was coming to the voice. God was coming to the trumpet. God was coming to his presence. We ain't got to fight no more. Stop fighting sometimes. Just be quiet. Just be quiet. Verse 14. And the set and the second day they compassed the city and returned unto the camp. Now this thing happened for six days. Thousands of people. I want you to understand. The magnitude of the presence of God. There was thousands of people were walking around in a circle for seven days. You go the first day, the second day you go two, the next day there's three. Why? Because, and then can you imagine the enemy was saying, well, what's wrong with them? Why don't they just come and attack us? Why don't, why, why don't we just go... I don't understand this. Maybe they're drunk. Maybe they're confused. I don't understand. I didn't heard that this God is a strange God. But uh, you know what? We'll just get on. We'll get on the wall. We'll just see what happens. Because maybe they'll just go on. Uh, they didn't understand. That's why. Again, you don't tell the enemy everything. You just be 
quiet because God is moving by his power. And I believe every day the footsteps of God get stronger. I believe the thoughts of the people that were walking around and begin to go, get grip up the loins of faith and they begin to march in silence and march and knowing that God was getting ready to do something. They probably didn't know what God was doing, but they knew that something was happening. They did this for seven days. And then you see that you didn't see while they were walking around those seven days. Nobody was talking. Nobody... They wasn't doing anything. They wasn't proclaiming this and that and the other. They were following God's instructions. And when you don't know what to do, shut up, be quiet, and follow his instructions. Follow, because you don't know who's watching us. You don't know who's listening to us. You don't know what life that you you are uh, uh, showing before people. Hallelujah. Because it was God's instruction. doesn't make sense to me to walk around seven days. Hallelujah. I don't make say not one word. Most of us can't stop saying talking all day long. We don't know how to be quiet. But there's power in quietness. There's power when people don't know what you're doing. There's power when you don't understand what's going on. There's power. So I believe the enemy got a little shaky. I, I believe the, uh, the, the enemy got to understand well, what's going on. Those folks, it's crazy. Maybe they're drinking. Maybe they're smoking. Maybe they're doing something, but it's don't make no sense that I'm walking around and now this is base four and four I don't see nothing different. They just keep going back home and but the sixth night I guess their feet probably been a little hurting and the aching. I I believe the preachers was probably thinking to themselves, Now Lord, now you know what you're doing. I don't know what I'm doing but I I trust you, Lord. I guess the trumpeteers are saying the same thing, that all all this walking, and I might have some, my feet hurt, but I'm going to trust you, God. I, I know I'm carrying the covenant, the Ark of Covenant, and that is the most precious thing that man had at this point in the Old Testament. It was God's covenant. It was God's presence. It was a piece of bread there that was sitting there that God promised had given to his people in the desert. There was so much going on, but they didn't understand, but they followed Jesus. Followed him. Now it comes to hallelujah. The 14th chapter, 4th verse, 14th verse, and the second day. So we go the second day, the third day, the fourth day, the fifth day, and now we get to verse 16, and it came to pass on the seventh time around. Seven means perfection. Ah, them folks been walking for seven days. Now he says, and it came to pass that on the seventh time, the seventh day. 
There was some, I believe there was some shaking going on. I believe there was some wind moving. There was something happening, but they weren't saying nothing. It was just quiet. Just quiet. Enemy don't know what to do when you're quiet. They, ex- they expect you to raise hell with them. They expect you to want to fight with them. But when you learn to be quiet, they don't know what you're doing. That's right. Quietness is a different spirit. Remember when God was coming through the mountain and around and around and around and around, and then he said, he said, he said, he says, but, but, but there's the wind and there's the rain, but all I, I think I hear now is just a still, still small voice. Still false. Still voice. Still voice. Again, verse 17, and the city shall be accursed, and even it, all that are within it. So God's saying, I'm going to curse this whole city. So if I curse this city, there's nothing going to be any good in for it anymore. I'm God. I'm in charge. And the city shall be accursed, even it, and all around therein in the Lord. Only, hallelujah, Rahab, the harlot, shall live. When you stand and wait on the Lord God, in everything, the enemy, enemy can't stand curse you. The enemy can't stop you. The enemy can't block you. Hallelujah. Even when they try to take you out, even if they try to kill you, if it is not behind and the and the will of God, you can't do nothing but live. And it says, but we shall live and not die and declare, and declare the works of the Lord. Verse 6. 18, I'm going to go one more time, 16, I'll just finish this out, 18, and ye in any wise keep yourself from the accursed thing. So don't be dealing with accursed things. Don't be accursed. Don't be doing with things you know you're not supposed to do. Don't 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 be dealing with stuff with with stuff that you when you know right you do right. When you're tied paying tithes, do you pay tithes? Do you tithe? If it's if it's something wrong, you make it right. You curse somebody else, tell them I'm sorry. Do what is right. Don't do the accursed thing. Don't do the thing that God wants us for the enemy wants us to do. Verse 19, and the silver and the gold and the vessels of brass, the iron and the sacred into the sacred to the Lord, they shall come unto the treasury of the Lord. So the people shouted. And when the priests blew with their trumpets, and it came to pass, at the sound of the trumpets, and the people shouted with a great shout that the walls 
fell down flat so that the people went up into the city, every man straightway before him, and they took the city. In other words, you got victory over your enemy. When you do it the way God wants you to do it, when God tells you to do it, away, go and do it. Because what God wants us to give us victory in every area of our lives. Because the enemy himself has stepped up the, 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 the devil's situation because he's trying to take us out. And we cannot be ignorant of the enemy's devices. I don't care how pretty you are. I don't care how smart you are. I don't care how much money you have. Because Elon Musk, with as much money he has, can still go to hell. President of the United States of America can still go to hell. Hey, the preachers that are not living right can still go to hell if we don't do what God calls us to do. And our primary purpose is to win the loss at all costs. And I can win them loss at all costs. And my life is in the shambles. If God called them to Pursue was a great shout. We need to become so anointed with God that there should be a great shout in our spirit, a shout of victory, a shout that what God says is going to be, it's going to be the victory of the Lord Jesus Christ ought to be in our loins from the top of our bottom of our feet to the top of our head, there shall be a victory for the saints because he said he will never leave us or forsake us even till the ends of the earth. When we follow his instructions. And tonight, if there's somebody here on this line that is not saved, if somebody by podcast is hearing us by Facebook, if there's anybody that you're ready to give your life to Christ, you have the opportunity. If you need to be saved, if you need to be healed, if you need to be delivered, I hear God telling you from the recesses of your heart, that now this is the time, this is the season, this is the place that God's calling to you to give your life to Christ, no matter what sexuality, no matter what kind of church, no matter, it is almost time. Get up out of here time. In the name of Jesus. For tomorrow, take no thought, but this is the day that the Lord has made. And the same way God saved Paul, repented and changed, we too have the opportunity, according to the book of Rome, uh, we, we got to give our life. To Christ. 
In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen. And those there that need to be prayed, change. I offer you Jesus, the most precious thing you have, because it's something that's far more precious than rubies and gold, that you have the opportunity to walk out of this body and this life and end up in the presence of God one day. Amen. And amen. We'll turn it back over again to our apostle, our leader. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Apostle Erica. Amen. Amen. We give up the glory on tonight for what he is doing. Amen. On tonight. Amen. And God has, has been moving by the power of, of his might. Amen. For those who are listening live on the air. Amen. Let me tell you, God has been truly uh, moving in the season to the point now he's opened up another door uh, for us to um, open up a channel on a church segment. So we just give God glory for what it is and working on the kink and, and stuff like that, the different type of things that I would need to do to qualify us for those. So we just, um, like I said, we're slowly climbing up. Amen. And we're fighting hard. Amen. Just to spread the word of God um, throughout the week. So for those who don't have a church home, come and connect with us at Eagles Life Restoration Ministries. Come and connect with us. Um, and, uh, we're here throughout the week. Amen. Especially on um, Thursday nights and Sunday nights. Amen. For Eagles Life Restoration Ministry. For those who are in Miami, feel free to connect with Love and Action Christian Center. Amen. That's under the leadership of Pastor Franklin Goffin and Elect Lady Goffin. Amen. Out of Miami, Florida. For those who are in North uh, North Carolina region, amen, by Faith and Lifters Church, which is under the leadership of Apostle Dr. Robert Peterson, for those who are in that area. So there's not just one, but are there are multiple ministries that you can connect with. If you want to just want to connect online, you can, you can join any. Amen. There's no there's no competition in God. And I, that's what I love about it. For those who just want to get some diverse word. Uh, and, and you have to sit, sit under a powerful ministry and or for the ministry in, within you to uh, to manifest. So we give God glory on yeah. tonight. And um, feel free to connect with us every Thursday night at a mantle prayer, 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. So we were looking forward to meeting you and connecting with anyone, any one of you next week. Um, we'll give God glory for Joshua, another successful, amen, uh, successful procedure, uh, T-cells um, collections uh, for the donor of his father, amen, but we give God the glory, and he came out victorious. Um, they were saying they didn't think he would even make 3,000 or 3 million, um, but by the time he finished, at 5 o'clock, he was already at 8 million, 8 million T-cells, and that, that takes a person way over, meaning that somebody else also can get get uh, 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 out of those cells as well. So that's awesome. Amen. Just, you know, and I, I commend my little superhero, amen, on Joshua on today. Our little superhero, amen. Um, he has done and done it, you know, done it selfishly. He didn't even do it being selfish, but he did it because he wanted to have his father live. So that's. 
we just give God glory. Amen. For what um, he is doing in the season of, of his people. We pray that God begin to strengthen each and every one of us as we um, embark into other things on tonight. So I'm going to turn it back over to the prophet um, on tonight. Amen. Any final remarks? God bless you. Praise the Lord. Amen. Saint, thank you for joining us tonight and join us throughout the week whenever we have a podcast. Amen. Just keep an eye on us on Facebook. We're always posting something or the other. Amen. Again, if you don't have a church home, find a home. Find you a church room. Or you can instead. And we also have Bible study regularly and all kinds of things we do with school um, as well. If you want to give a, a gift, um, I'm sure she post can post it, but the gift you can uh, donate as well. If, if you're led by God, um, in the name of Jesus, we pray. Let's close out. Father, we thank you for your word tonight. Father, we hope that some way, somehow, we touch somebody's spirit. That there, First of all, there is a God. But God, there's some people, I realize there's some people are doubting that there is a Father, a God, a, uh, an entity that, that created the universe. God, there's no doubt that there is a God and we serve you. We thank you, God, that you've come down to the seed of Abraham and you've blessed us with the word of God so that we might love you and know you and honor you and, and, and be guided by the word and the will of God. Cover my everything under the sound of my voice. And I, I ask you, God, to save and deliver Save and deliver. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, saints, God bless you, and we will hear from you next Thursday night. Amen.
Shift Podcast Network, where we're spreading gospel throughout the nation. Feel free to give us a call at 407 801 Nine four eight five. Again, and welcome to reaching out to the podcast network, the Preachers Number One, the Preachers Network in thirty nine countries and forty seven states. God bless you. Until we see you again, once again, on ELR Prophetic Ship Podcast Network.